cause and effect. When there's a cause, there's usually an effect. Why is it that people act like when there is effect that there's no cause for it? Sometimes Sometimes when things happen, <clears throat> they happen for a reason. Reasons that we, a lot of times, don't like to take um, accountability for. What causes people to do certain, some of the shit that they do? You got a lot of people out here thieving, stealing, robbing, sometimes even killing in extreme situations. But what causes people to do the shit that they do? We know what they do. But do we ever pay attention to why they do it? Even though it's probably not right what they do. No, it's not probably. There is, you know, what they're doing isn't necessarily right. However, at the same time, a lot of times we don't figure or care to figure out why people do the way they do. People are snatching ATMs out of walls. They're robbing banks. They're robbing stores. They're robbing any motherfucking thing they could possibly fucking think to take that they nailed down to the fucking wall. Why? Am I condoning it? No. Not condoning it at all. Because it's not right. However, I also understand the term that desperate times call for desperate measures. And while you may look at somebody or look down on somebody who may be robbing banks or robbing stores or robbing whoever, robbing people, do we ever stop to think about why? Not that it makes it any better. Don't get me wrong. Don't Please don't twist my words and think that I'm sitting here condoning people's behavior when it comes to shit like this because I'm not. But I also think about it a step further because... People are out here hurting. Not everybody, and this is my true belief, not everybody who is out here stealing and robbing are doing it for the fuck of it. Just because they feel like it. Some people are doing this shit because they got mouths to feed. And they're in desperate fucking times. No, it doesn't make it right. It don't make it right at all. But it does make it understandable. When your baby is crying and you can't find a fucking job, you have no fucking source of income, but you must feed that child or your family. Those are what you call desperate fucking times. We don't see what brings people to do some of the shit that they do. All we see it's what they do and how fucked up it is. But when you stop and think about it, you never know what's behind a person doing what they do. And again, I'm not condoning it 
But I am saying I understand. I'm not saying this to encourage anybody to go out and rob or steal by any means. But I do understand how it feels when you've exhausted all your measures to try to make shit better. Just to try to keep food on the table and you are out of fucking options and you still have an obligation to feed your family. It is my belief that people who are out here, some people, not everybody, some people are just, they just thieves, they just skanks like that. But it is my belief, my true belief, that some people who are out here doing some of the things that they do, it's not for fun, it's not for pleasure, it's not because they can or because they feel like it. It's because they are in a desperate situation. It's because they have no other fucking means. Does it mean that they're not trying? No. It doesn't. We don't know how many fucking um, options motherfuckers have exhausted trying to make shit work. We don't know. All we see is what they fucking do. And it's very sad that it's even come to this. That it's even like this because it's a, it's, it's, it's a shame. It's past a shame. It's just really sad that things get this fucking bad. It really is. And it hurts my heart. Sometimes you don't know what the fuck to do. What are you supposed to do when, when shit gets bad like that? You're just supposed to lay down and fucking die? But what do you do when you have exhausted all the fucking things that you've tried to fucking do to try to make things work and it still don't work, but you still got shit to do? What do you do? Somebody puts on a mask, somebody grab a gun, and they go to work. It ain't right, but it is reality. And it's a sad reality. And at all goes back for me to God. I'm not talking about people who are sitting on their asses waiting for a handout. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about people who are out here trying to make it happen. People who are going to do anything that they could possibly do. And then I love how people just say, well, there's always something. That is the easiest fucking cop-out ass fucking answer. Because if it was just, just that simple... A lot of people wouldn't be suffering as bad as they're fucking suffering. And it's easy to say there's always something when it's not your fucking problem. Or maybe you were one of the lucky ones who you found that something. That doesn't mean it applies to everybody else. That doesn't mean that everybody else can get so fucking lucky. But see, a lot of us, when we make it to the top, the big time, and and what I mean by the top and big time, I mean even to a comfortable state, out of your, out of your hole. When we make it out the rabbit hole, we tend to forget how hard it was, how hard it was when we were actually in that fucking rabbit hole. Well, if I made it, everybody else should be able to make it. I don't feel sorry for nobody. Nobody needs you to feel sorry for them. But you don't get the right to fucking judge. I was listening to a story about this mother who was in jail. She got arrested for, for, for stealing, for robbing somebody. Four kids to feed. No food in the house. Not even fucking lights was on. 
the police don't give a fuck. All they're doing is fucking, you know, upholding the fucking law. But as she explained her story to the judge, the judge actually had a heart and gave her leniency. I don't know what this judge's background was, but for some reason they were, this judge was able to relate to what this woman was saying. He didn't, he, she, she, she served her time and he gave her time served. He let her out of jail that night or that day. And she broke down crying. And she thanked the judge and he also gave her some resources to help her be able to help herself and her family. Four kids she has. She told the truth. He asked her, why you do it? She said, I couldn't, I didn't know what else to do. My kids was hungry. They was crying. I got no lights in my house. I got no food. I had to do something. Whereas most judges would have slapped her with the motherfucking book. This one gave her leniency. Because they were compassionate enough to understand fucking hard times. I'm not saying everybody has to have the same type of heart, but it sure as hell does fucking help. Because not everybody out here doing foul shit is doing it just for the sake of being fucking foul. Some people are fucking hurting. They're dying hurting. We never see what somebody, we never see why somebody's doing it. We only see what they're doing. And we judge them and treat them based off of what we see and what we think we know. She's not the only, she's not the only case out there like that. She may be the only case where somebody, where she got lucky enough to where that judge gave her ass leniency. That's very rare. But there are so many people out there, men and women alike, who are hurting with families to feed. Out there having to have to having to give in to doing something that they probably wouldn't normally motherfucking do on a regular basis. But when your family is hungry and your kids are crying because they're hungry and you have no money, no job, no food. Does that mean you ain't out there looking for a job? Does that mean you're not trying? People love to make it seem like that's what it is, but that's not the fucking case all the fucking time. It is nothing worse than looking for a job. Looking for a job, in case you didn't know, is a fucking job in itself. And we all know even when you first get a job, there's still a waiting period to where you, to, before you get paid. And just because your money stops does not mean your life stops. It don't mean niggas is going to be like, oh, well, we just go wait to eat. And we go wait. We won't be hungry until you get paid. That ain't how that shit work. Life continues to fucking go on, which means your stomach is still going to be fucking growling. And if you and that's if you get a job. If you ain't got a job. That's even fucking worse. And I just be asking myself, why the fuck does God allow people to suffer? Why does he allow people to suffer when he knows, especially people who are trying to do what they need to do, people who are trying their best to just keep the lights on, keep the food on the table, keep the fucking every fucking thing that you need just to survive in this fucking world. Why would God sit back and allow you to fucking suffer? It's not always your fault. 
I get so sick and tired of hearing people say, well, people make decisions and nothing. God makes, leaves them the, the choice to make decisions and people want to make bad decisions and then blame God. What about when that's not the fucking case? That's how you shut a Christian down. You flip it. With something, not just flipping it just to have something to say, but you flip it with some fucking facts. They don't know how to answer back to facts because there really is no fucking answer back to a fact. That's when they think you're getting smart with them. Are oh, you going to answer for everything? No, motherfucker, I don't. But reality is reality, ain't it? We can't change what the fuck is. You can try, but you can't. So for people out there who are trying their best, my heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to us. Real shit. Because that's nothing worse than trying your best and still failing. And the time, the clock is fucking ticking. Before your kids are hungry again. Before your light bill is due. Before your fucking, you know, your your, your house note is due or your car note or whatever is due. The clock is ticking. For those of you who don't have that problem, congratulations. But you do not get the right to judge. I just love hearing people who don't have that problem sit there and talk so down on people who do have this problem. Like they know what the fuck is going on. Like they know your background. Like they know why the fuck you in the situation you in in the first fucking place. I know it's a lot of dots that look like they connect, but you cannot be sure unless you are in their shoes. And for some reason, people like to try to put their foot in your shoe. It just don't fit. Because even if you can't fit my shoe, motherfucker, you ain't walked the fucking path that I've been on. That's for damn sure. People are out here hurting. I'm sitting in my car right now, getting ready to go into the store. And I was just looking at people as they walk by. And I'm watching the rain fall on my windshield. I see people walking by with covers over their head, pushing shopping carts. That's an awful feeling. And do you think for a second that these people out here who are hurting, homeless, cold and wet right now, freezing? Because it's cold as fuck out here. I got a big ass puff coat on. I'm sitting in my truck. But it's still cold. I can't imagine living on the fucking streets. But I will not sit there and convince myself that everybody living on the fucking street deserves to fucking be there. Or put themselves there. I refuse. I know that's not true. And there's nothing worse than fighting for your fucking life and losing. People make it seem like, oh, well, you just keep trying. Sometimes while, you, while you're trying, shit is unraveling. It's falling the fuck apart right before your fucking eyes. And what do you do while it's all falling apart and you just try? It's like it's like trying to hold water in your hands. I remember I had a girlfriend, one of my friends from work, really, really cool chick back in the day. She became a nurse and she was telling me the story about this guy who had got shot in the back of the head. And as they brought him into the ER, they were had to hold his head together. And she said she's holding the back of his head together and there's brain matter and there's all shit coming all out the back of his fucking head. And she's trying to hold him together. And she's like, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And the whole time, the back of his head is just leaking out in between her fucking head. And she said, I was holding as tight as I fucking could. I couldn't hold it together and he died.
People fight for their lives like that too. And sometimes it's like the matter was pouring out the back of that man's head from the injury that he sustained. We sustain the same type of injuries in a different way, just with life. And it fucks us up. And no matter how hard you try to fight, no matter how hard you try to keep it together, it still falls the fuck apart. That is a feeling of the ultimate fucking defeat. And then you ask God, where the fuck are you at? Why? And then you got these motherfucking Christians. Well, they probably made a bad decision. You can't make this, can't make bad decisions and expect God to just get, get the fuck out of here. Ain't no one side fits all with that shit. Everybody in a bad situation didn't put themselves there. Everybody in a bad situation don't deserve to be there. So where the fuck is God with that shit? Or is that the only fucking defense? I get sick and tired of hearing that shit. I really fucking do. I get sick and tired of hearing that shit. Like everybody who's in a fucked up situation put themselves in that goddamn situation. That is not fucking true at fucking all. It's not true at fucking all, bruh. And the worst part about losing is when you fight so hard not to and still fucking take a loss. That shit hurts. And you can't help but to think about where the fuck is God? Why are you letting this shit happen? God helps those who help themselves. That's a lie. Maybe for some it might be true, but for some people it sure as fuck ain't. Sure as fuck ain't. What about those people? What about people who have been molded down to just having to do some fucked up ass shit that they probably normally would never fucking do, but because of desperate ass situations, because of desperate ass measures, because of God's fucking absence in the situation... They end up doing some shit that they thought they would never fucking do. Whether you get away with it or not, it's still probably doing some shit that you probably never thought you would ever fucking have to do. And God forbid your ass turn around and fucking get caught. Here comes the judgment. Both ways. People talking shit and the goddamn court system. And where's God? I can't help but to think he's just sitting back watching. And as his boy T.D. Jake said in one of his sermons that I saw back in the day that I will never forget. He said, those who sit back and watch the lynching are just as guilty as those committing the lynching. And God sits his ass back and watches and a lot of unnecessary shit happen. So how is that okay? How is that right? How is that right? It's okay when God watches the lynching, but nobody else, if, you have, if, you're, if you're a human being, no, and you're watching the lynching and you don't do nothing to stop it, then you're just as guilty as the people who was doing it. But that don't go for God. fuck out of here man why does God get all these goddamn fucking excuses and everybody else gotta just don't know that's what it is cause if you can say that then you should also be able to admit that God is not as good to everybody as he is to some if you hollering God is good you have a fucking reason to but just like you have a reason to holler how God is good somebody else out there could just could say the exact opposite Oh, but we don't want to hear that shit. You Christians, oh boy, we don't want to hear that shit. Don't you talk about my God. Why not? If I was lying on your God, that's one thing. But I'm telling the motherfucking truth. I'm telling facts. Oh, but we don't want to hear that shit because we don't want to hear nothing bad about our God. Because he good. Won't he do it? No, he won't. Not for some. Why is suffering so goddamn mandatory? Especially when it's not fucking warranted. 
it's just a question I will always ask because some I watch, I know, I see, and I'm a person too. People suffer unnecessarily. It's one thing to put yourself in a fucked up situation. If you do that, shame on you. You got to deal with that shit. You made your bed hard, lay in it. We all have to face that at one point in time of our life. But what about when that doesn't apply? What about when you're not fucking doing that shit? What about when you are giving it your all? What about when you're trying your motherfucking best to make your life work, to make your relationship work, to make your, your, your every, anything that you have work? And it just falls the fuck apart. Just like that person's brains fell apart in my friend's hand. What do you do then? How are you supposed to look at God then? Oh, well, maybe he was just on break. What the fuck? Tell you, this game of life is nothing. It's no joke. But if you're on the winning side, you have a very hard time understanding how it feels to be on the losing side. Even if you were once on the losing side, because sometimes, you know, once we go through stuff, it's not, we, we forget how it feels to be in the fire once we fucking heal from my scar from the fire, if you were able to heal from it. It really fucking is. We, we look at the, if you were once broke and now you got money, you forget how it feels to fucking be broke. Some people get real cocky. Why you ain't never got no money? They ain't never got no fucking money. Well, motherfucker, you didn't either when your ass was broke, but now you got a little money in your pocket and you, you forgot how it is? Hate motherfuckers like that. But them is the motherfuckers that God continues to fucking bless. And somebody out here who is humble and thankful. Not saying people who ain't got it ain't thankful, but somebody who is humble to be thankful. They never even get a fucking chance. Because God's too busy testing them. That's a bullshit ass fucking cop out too. Ain't no motherfucking test. Cause you already know what the fuck the, th- the situation is. We don't, we don't test things that we know what the fuck is gonna happen with. You don't put a newborn on the floor expecting it to fucking walk to test it to see if it's gonna walk cause you know it ain't gonna fucking walk. We can test the things that we don't know about. God knows what the fuck we gonna do. God knows what the situation is. So all that shit about a test, that's bullshit right there. That's that Jim Jones shit I be thinking about thinking it is. How can you not see that shit? Well, you can't see it when you ain't got that motherfucking problem. It's called a disconnection of association. Remember that fucking word. If you don't remember shit else, remember disconnection of association. It simply translates into your problem, not mine. And it's sad. Because a lot of people are suffering unnecessarily. And they shouldn't be fucking suffering. Especially with a guy hollering about how much he loves you. If he's no, if he loves you, he see you trying. He sees that you're giving it your best. Why the fuck wouldn't you step your ass in? Oh, nobody knows why God does what he do. Sometimes, you know what, in, in, in a way or two, I ain't even interested. If that's the kind of love that God gives, I am so not interested in it. And they say, oh, well, you can't curse God and expect him to, to bless you. Why the fuck not? It's motherfuckers that curse God every motherfucking day. Ask Elon Musk how he feel about God. Ask a rich ass atheist how the fuck he feel about God. And then answer that question again. I get so tired of God's defense team. They will come up with any answer to defend God and his fucked up ass shit. In spite of how stupid they may look saying it. It can make no sense at all. None. But they're going to say it to defend God. And you sit there looking at him like, are you fucking serious? Like, you really think that answer makes, that answer makes sense to you? Okay, alright, alright, okay. 
So you can't talk shit about God and expect him to bless you. But you got all these motherfuckers out here. You got devil worshippers. You got people. You got antichrist. Some of them sitting prettier than motherfucker. That kills that fucking shit right there. You got to have a relationship with God in order for things to go right in your life. Bullshit again. Bullshit again. How many motherfuckers out here that sitting real fucking pretty? Ain't give a fuck about God. Ain't thinking shit about God. So try again. But see, God's defense team will never fucking stop. Were you willing to go that far to even make a fool of yourself to sound so foolish as to give an answer to something that is so fucking obvious? That's dedication right there. And God's defense team, these goddamn, you know, Christians, man, these niggas, they go hard. Sounding silly as fuck sometimes, but they go hard. And if you get too far, too deep on their ass, shut down. I don't want to talk about it no more. It's not that they don't want to talk about it no more. They just don't have no answer. <laughs> That's what that means. It's not that I don't want to talk about it no more. I ain't got another answer. And before I give up on God, I'm ending this conversation right here. Simple as that. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I encourage you to listen to my podcast, not just with your ears, but listen with your heart. Listen with your mind. Please pass the word along. Tell your friends and your family. Share the link. Tell people about Misunderstood, a.k.a. Miss Nobody. If this podcast or this or any of my podcasts may not apply to you in your life, congratulate yourself, pat yourself on the back, pass it on to somebody who may, who may be able to use it. We all know somebody that can use some shit here and there, right? If it doesn't apply to you, if you can't relate, be thankful. Because a lot of my podcasts, my podcasts are designed to shed light on the darker side of fucking life. The side of life where more awareness needs to be brought to because it's the things that we deal with internally as people every day. The things that we don't speak up about because we're afraid of what people may think of us. That's all my podcasts are. I speak up about the things that we deal with a lot of people, maybe not everybody, but a lot of us, we think about and we deal with internally. But we wouldn't dare let slip from our lips because of what people may decide to think about us, because of the way we may be judged behind it. So if it doesn't apply to you, I'm sure you probably know somebody that it does. Don't be selfish. Share the link. Send it in the email or text message. Tell somebody about Miss Nobody. I certainly appreciate it. Stay woke. Stay tuned, people. Stay safe. And happy holidays.